Hello everybody, welcome to Mediocre Money, and this is Mark, your host of the Mediocre Money podcast. Uh, This is the podcast all about personal finances, helping you become financially independent. Okay, so today I had a question uh, that one of my friends reached out to me and asked, and he was asking about buying a home. And he said, he said, what are the implications and what's the difference between buying a home and renting an apartment? And so this was a loaded question because uh, he was talking with his girlfriend and they're talking about buying a house. And so he currently lives in an apartment and they, um, and he, you know, pays rent for his apartment. And so he's curious about like what it's like financially wise to buy a house. And that's a loaded question because like ultimately the answer is it depends, right? It depends on what you do with it. It depends on just so many different variables that, um, asking that question is there's so much more I would need to know to like really help you out and give you a definitive answer. But that's not really what you guys are here for because we're here for quick hitting tips. So let's get into it. Um, Ultimately, if we think about just buying like a single family house um, or whether you want to buy a condo, apartment, whatever, for the most part, if you buy a house or an apartment and you compare that to renting that same house or that same apartment or, you know, something equivalent that you live in, over the long run, uh, it will actually cost you much less to rent than it would be to actually buy and live. And now this blows people's minds. And I know a lot of people are actually kind of resistant to this because for most people's lives, you know, people talk about, I know my dad, when I was growing up, he always said, rent is like throwing money away, Mark. So like try to rent for as little as you can. And like, that's not true. That's just, that's a fucking lie, to be honest. Um, Rent is not throwing money away. You are paying for a product and a service. Like you're paying for a home to live in. Uh, You're paying for heat. You're paying for water. You're paying for shelter. Like you're getting a lot in return. And a lot of times you can buy and find places to rent and you're not committed into staying in one place. Um, There's a ton of benefits to renting. Uh, A lot of times you can get rental places that are much cheaper than where you would actually have to pay a mortgage, utilities, and repairs. And so this notion that like renting is just burning cash is just not true at all. And financially speaking, if you take two people that live for 30 years and one of them has a mortgage and the other one does not and just rents, yeah, the person who's renting ends up with more money than the other person does now. If you were to look at their net worth, which by the way, I fucking hate using net worth as like some, you know, factor that you want to keep track of your net worth and compare net worths. Like it is so arbitrary and it means absolutely nothing. But if you look at their net worth, yeah, sure. The person who was paying their mortgage for 30 years would technically have a bit of extra net worth. But let me ask you this. What the fuck's the point? Like, so what? You have $300,000 in a house equity. So what? What are you going to do? Why are you doing anything with that money? And to be honest, like most people don't do anything with that money. And they're like, well, I have, you know, $300,000 to my name. No, you don't. You have a house to your name, not that cash. So I think this is a big misconception is that people want to like have something like that and they want to like be proud about it. And I mean, it is, it's great to own things. Sure. Um, but you don't have like $400,000 to your name just because you own a house. That's not the truth at all. 
So what am I trying to get at here? Um, yeah, like renting is just, is usually much cheaper. However, there's a big, big, big if, uh, because there are things that you can do it with, with owning a house. Um, so you can do things like take out a home equity line of credit. Now, most people take out a home equity line of credit to do repairs and to do um, like upgrades or renovations to their house, which is in my mind personally just so fucking stupid that you're doing that because, and I'm sorry if you did, um, but it's just really a dumb way to use money, right? You're taking out a loan, you're paying interest on that loan to upgrade the value of something that you're not even going to cash in for for 30 years. Like that's not producing any more cash flow for you right now. And if there's one thing that's more profitable and more valuable to you than, you know, having a large net worth to measure your dick against other people with, then it's cash flow and having positive cash flow. And so one thing that you can do with a home equity line of credit, though, is to potentially use that for investment opportunities. However, that is pretty risky, though, because like I said, it's a loan. So you're being leveraged and you have to pay back that loan. Um, but it is possible. Now, there is one thing that you can do that will make home ownership or just owning real estate in general insanely profitable for you, not just for this year, but for every year going on indefinitely and even for your, your children's uh, lives as well. And that's like owning pr properties that you can rent out, like rental properties. And a big way to do this is called house hacking. And that's what I do. And which is, uh, for me, example... For me, as an example, what I, I can't even talk English today. I bought a house. I bought a single-family house that has four bedrooms in it, and I rent out the basement room, and I rent out a room on the main floor too. And the income I make from renting those units pays for my mortgage. It pays for my utilities, and it even gives me a little bit of extra cash flow every month. Now, I still have to pay for things like repairs on the house. I put a new roof on it. Um, last year, which cost me $12,000, $13,000, right? So that basically wiped out all the savings I got from the first two years of me living in this house. But that's okay, because I'm still cash flowing from this house, and I'm still earning money month over month on this house. And better yet, I'm not spending money on rent or mortgage. So the net effects of me doing this house hacking has been exponential, and I can honestly say it is one of the best things that I have ever done for my own self when it comes to personal finances. Um, the benefits of it have been enormous. And at one point, I even lost my job too. And I, you know, employment insurance is not enough to live on. It, everyone knows that, especially with COVID now and seeing how so many people have fallen on tough times. Uh, we know that employment insurance is not enough to live on. However, when I lost my job temporarily, I it was enough for me to live on because I didn't have to pay for my mortgage or utilities. I basically only had to pay for food, and that's plenty. So that's the case for house hacking. Um, I, if you are interested in looking at a house, I highly recommend that you look at, and this is the same advice I gave to my friend who was asking about it. I said, go in and save up your money, spend, spend time renting, save up your money, and buy a multi-unit place if you don't want to live with roommates like I do because I know a lot of people are very poo-poo about that. But buy a multi-unit place, rent out some of the units, and you can hire a property management company if you don't want to do any the work about hiring or finding renters and doing all that stuff. Um, hire a property management company to do it and reduce your, your housing costs. 
because housing is the single biggest expense that most North Americans and just Westerners in general pay. And I know in Canada, it's, uh, it accounts for roughly 40% of everyone's disposable income. So yeah, if you can manage to free up 40% of your costs, well, yeah, you're going to be in a good, good place financially. So that's my tip for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Please subscribe to it and let me know what other episodes you'd like to hear. If you have any personal finance questions, let me know on Instagram, DM me at Mediocre Money, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace out.